listening to Power Playthrough, a podcast that just got back from the airport. My name is Dan, and with me is someone who wasn't at the airport, is Alfredo. Not me. Yep, not me. No, yeah. sir. Wasn't there. We're starting a little late tonight because I had to drop someone off at the airport. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. You know? I had a no. busy uh, evening of eating uh, Reese's Dip and, oh, that's uh, good. and drinking this very... Um, this very uh, Americana uh, energy drink. I have spent so, a majority of the day listening to Blink-182 and Carly Rae Jepsen. I should have been listening to Blink-182 all day. It should have been. Because it's been a while. Man, there's been, there's been some, some fucking developments. We didn't even... like we, we, we got our usuals like, hey, you hear what happened out of the way? But we didn't even get all of it done because we didn't even talk about the fucking Good Brothers just showing up on Raw. And fucking yeah, so, Jay White fucking acknowledging it and fucking retweeting it and shit. Does this mean that the forbidden door is open? Yeah, like at WWE, are the Good Brothers signed? Yeah. Is that is that what fucking Bray Wyatt came out of? You know. Yeah. Like I mean, did did Bray Wyatt showing up open up the forbidden door? There is a literal door that opened up and Bray stepped through it. So like. Is there now, like, I mean, this is all fucking speculation. It's probably just, you know, trips, unlike Vince, is going to be like, yeah, you can finish out your dates and, you know, drop the never open weight and all that, and that's fine. You know, like, that's 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 probably all, I mean, that's where I'm going to set my expectations. But it is Triple H now at the helm, and if anyone's going to be like, yeah, why not? You know, like, it'd be him. So if, if there's, like, a working agreement... And, 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 you know, and there's still, like, a working agreement with fucking Impact. You know, like, I mean... The thing that by the way, makes it, me think Impact, how, that how, he's did just... You, did you see that? Impact going to be here on 21st, 22nd? Yeah, uh, maybe we'll go the 22nd. Yeah. Because 21st is Grap House. Mmm. Mmm. Things to consider, yeah. And I'd rather go to Grab House than Impact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. But the next day after uh, after work can hit Impact, because that's a Friday, Saturday. No. Yeah. And I get off at four on Saturdays. Yeah, and so. I'm pretty sure we're not having D&D because Dustin's out of town for whatever reason. Anyhow. But yeah, like, the fact that they... We're called the OC again. Makes me think that it's a permanent signing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I like. I mean, the the, the points to uh, take notice of to uh, keep in mind is that um, they were technically free agents to begin with. You know, they the only contract they had was to impact, and as we know, that one ran out. And mm-hmm. so it's like. It's not like they nagged on a deal or anything like that. It's nothing, you know, nothing like that. Nothing crazy like that. It's just the fact that, you know, fucking, you know, Bright Lights Anderson got the fucking never open weight title. And, like, what's going to happen with that? But Did they he show up with it. No, he didn't, I didn't watch He, he didn't show up with it, which is, you know, like, you know, the, that's uh, one tick in the other direction. But they did call him the fucking machine gun, which they. They, they never, never did. did. Yeah, there was no reference to fucking. You kidding me? You know, it's like no reference to any t- 
type of fucking gun before, but they, they straight up called him machine gun. So that's a, that's a tick in the other direction. So I don't know. It's fucking, it's very, very interesting right now. And, you know, I mean, yeah. They call Doc Luke. Um, gotta watch the clip again. I was like, mainly you know, the fact that like machine gun was, was wild to hear, you know, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what they called. And what did they Big play Bangle their Daddy. music at all? They have a new song. They didn't, okay, they didn't play so they Omen did. in the Sky. They had a new song, which, and they didn't play Devil on Your Six. No, no, Devil on <laughs> No, it was a new song. Um, uh, a positive for not Devil on Your Six, a negative for not being Omen in the Sky. Uh, it sounded like it's kind of hard to make out and wasn't playing very long. But, um, yeah, they had, they had a new song. Well, they don't have um, any of the rights to the CFO songs that they let lapse. Mm, 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 okay. So, like... It, oh, fucking Omen in the Sky isn't even on Spotify, man, and that hurt, because I really was in the mood to listen to it. Cause I thought that, that thing was a banger. We all thought that like, was a banger. You like that? Hey, man. <laughs> like, if, it, <laughs> if there's, like, a knob... Right for mm-hmm. um, I don't know what to what to even call that the the monster magnet knob where we're just like yeah oh you know like it was a li- it's a little that thing was broken off for devil in your six and it's too much but fucking like omen in the sky is like a nice like right there between seven and eight you know it's like it's 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 fucking it's cranking hog but it ain't doing it out of control you know you know what sucks is that like i was not gonna buy those bullet club edition good brothers figures that super seven's putting out yeah because i've got the impact ones yeah but now that there's a chance that they're already outdated (laughs) i might have to buy the super seven good brothers yeah uh the bullet club edition i kind of like it's fucking stupid but like I'm be, I'm be, they're more endeared to me the more they do their carny shit. Because all the internet's like mad at them and calling like, oh, they're not fucking, you know, they're not entertaining. They're not fucking. And like, I get it. Like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, your, your, um, your consumption is based on, you know, like <laughs> uh, them yelling nerd in WWE and fucking hot tag Anderson or not even like a fucking a warm tag Anderson and impact, you know, like, like <laughs> the, I don't, I don't wrestle in front of 200 people. Anderson. Yeah. You know, and that was all, all that, all that shit. And like, I, then he, like, I watched one match of him, you know, in new Japan going against Tamatanga uh, for that never open way title. And it was fucking a banger. And I was like, this, the, motherfucking grifter you know like i i don't know why that enamored me to the boys i mean i always always found them entertaining i like you know talking shopping mania for its uh for how bad it is it's experiment yeah the experiment the experimentation factor of all of it and and of course you can't forget you know southpaw you know southpaw is like yeah, they're, I mean, they were kind of the... They stole the show. Yeah, they, they're integral 
to uh, Southpaw. <laughs> so there's like a lot of things I like about them. A lot, a lot of things I like about these motherfuckers. And and you know and and also you know Kane is one of my favorite characters of all time. And Glenn Jacobs ended up being such a terrible fucking just diaper of a human being. And now like Luke is officially the best Kane ever. You know because you know by default you know because he but, was fake Kane. Yeah, yeah. During his time as fake Kane. So like it's just, I I I like the boys. I'm I'm I like the Good Brothers. They're funny. Like they're like I do kind of like the the shenanigans they get up to and the fact that they seemingly they're always gonna get their bag. You know, yeah. <laughs> and they just they uh, someone said they're kind of like a mix between you know modern day Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and Jeff Jarrett in the sense that they seemingly. You know, just have an in with every single company. Like now that Vince is gone, uh, fucking Carl, who Man, said we're never ever going back. Well, you know, wrestling, baby, never say never. I, I'm sure the deal is you will not, you will not step fucking foot near Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah. Because they hate Paul Heyman. Yeah, he's the one that got them fired. Yeah, I'm sure you know. Yeah, but like they they obviously made um obviously made friends with trips and of course they're you know they're friends with fucking AJ. I'm sure AJ like you want to keep AJ happy. You want to keep AJ. Well, I mean at the same time uh you know anytime they talked with someone from WWE, it was always we miss you in this fucking locker room, man. Yeah. You guys don't take anything seriously. Having the Good Brothers on a tour is the best thing ever. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, <laughs> fun time boys. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're they're yeah, man. Like I, I get it. I get it, and I am one hundred percent on the uh, like I fuck with the Good Brothers train. I'm not. I'm, I don't feel dejected that they're you know, like they didn't do anything to. to I said they're they're fucking free agents. They didn't do anything. Like yeah, yeah it's never open way title, but obviously, you know. Shit, it's either shit was discussed, shit was discussed no matter what. Neither he's going to be dropping that title, or something much bigger is happening. And either way, I'm fine with it. Um, and we're living, we're living in Forbidden Door territory, and we're going to see fucking Tanahashi wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania. If if, if Trips has, if Trips is pushing towards, uh, like if this there is like a Forbidden Door situation, come on. Give, give Tanahashi a WrestleMania appearance. You know, give him a WrestleMania against, John, against Cena John Cena and John Cena only. Yeah, like I mean, it's just it's it's what what needs to fucking happen. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, that took up you know. Uh, fucking Okada can come wrestle Roman. Yeah, Okada. And Roman yeah. can fucking acknowledge the Rainmaker. Yeah, like there can be yeah there can be some wild shit that can happen. And I and I. Infinitely trust it happening in WWE more now that Trips is there. And I don't, you know, like, that's just honest. Like, he understands the business better than Vince did, clearly. But I think he understands the business better than, than like... I, I think that Vince understood the business when he took over. And he understood what he needed to do to change the business. And once he was on top, he realized he didn't need to change it anymore. And Triple H has probably kept his... Triple H loves wrestling. 
Yeah, Triple H. So. Ha- yeah, Triple H has a. It's like this. This the um. It's like they, like said before, this all throughout throughout all time was that just you know the the you know the fucking the the wolf on top you know is placated while the wolf that, that climbs is hungrier you know like he like he, Triple H still has that kind of like passion that fucking uh, like he since he loves since he loves the fucking business he he has uh, ambition whereas. I like you said with Vince. Yeah, I think it was like just a matter of being, you know, too big to fail. Why, why fuck with things? Just like go for the things that make the most sense money wise. You know, and that's yes. and, yeah. So I I infinitely trust WWE to uh, a Triple H helmed. <laughs> a hunter, a hunter Hearst Helms, uh, WWE to be fucking uh, more capable at at getting over New Japan guys than AEW did, which was a little too reliant on on smart shit to happen, which was fucking terrible. And also, they never fucking showcased them right and all that. Yeah. Anyway, getting into a different subject. That that took up. Uh, you know, 14 minutes. So that's good. Yes, <laughs> it did. And I think what's going to take up the rest of the time is our pilot for today. G mobile fighter G Gundam. Uh, before we get into the episode, tell me about your history with G Gundam. Have you ever watched the series in its entirety? Never watched uh, it in its entirety. All right. So like I picked this one. Because, well, like, as you know, I've been, like, over uh, over uh, the pandemic era of my life, I got, I've gotten into modeling, painting, and all that. Naturally, that's also led a little bit in the gunpla. And I've gotten just kind of, like, like, my love for Gundam that was small, like, a small period of time, but very, like, fervent. Um, has kind of been reignited, you know. Thanks, thanks to Gunpla. Also, thanks to like, uh, like working with Jeremy over at Pinstashes. Yes, this is a plug. Uh, but like all the 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 gum the the like Gundam uh, pins, the looks, the aesthetics, you know. Looking even at shit, the the fucking the uh, original OG, the seventy eight, and and like looking at the the Zaku design. So I like, you know, I'm just like. I'm fully aware now that, like, yeah, I really like Gundam. And so I've been kind of revisiting uh, shit with uh, mostly Gundam Wing because, you know, that's what that's what finally cracked the seal on America, right? Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, Gundam Wing is every every white boy, every every Hispanic, everybody that lived in America. <laughs> yeah, like that. First yeah, Gundam. Every, yeah, like... Yeah, every every American like if they were in if they like in our age group, they like Gundam. It's because of Wing. It's absolutely because yeah. of Wing because that's what cracked the seal in America. Because you know this this should have been around a long time, but had no purchase in America. You know, like it this wasn't something. Even though like you know we like we like our big robots well enough. We also I don't know we there's like a there's like there's there's certain checks that have to be hit 
for 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 us to also like those big fucking robots. And like one of those things is uh, colorful personalities, ind- individual like beings, like essentially superheroes. Because like the Gundam series before Wing were very much, you know, it's a it's a it's a bleak fucking situation. It's about the attrition of war, you know. It, it really is. It, and um, it, do you have a favorite Gundam series? Um, it, it like um. It might be uh seventy uh, eight second team or no excuse me eight teams eight uh, ms team eight ms team yeah that, so for the longest time that was my favorite with uh with the fucking the uh, RX seventy nine right yeah yeah RX seven nine G yeah yeah that's the boy I like uh, I like that series a lot I mean it's one of the mini series but I I enjoy I don't know I enjoy the feel of that one for whatever. I because he, here's why I always explain that it was my favorite. It's not a story about Gundams. It's a story about um, battlefield trauma, and on top of that, when shit hap when shit happens in that series, they don't have some experienced mechanic to make everything back to normal. Like there is one where a Zaku punches the head off of an RX seven nine. And they find a RGM 78 that's not working mm-hmm. and they pop the head off and put that on the, yeah. the RX-79. They do like real field mechanic work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's, and that's part of why there wasn't a huge appeal to, to Gundam before Wing to America is because like we, we like our, we like our hero stories, you know, and there, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a, while there was notable pilots and shit like that there was no like goku's you know yeah and, Wing, and i mean we had hero fucking you yeah it had hero yui and duo maxwell duo maxwell yeah. <laughs> um, all that but all like all that shit like you know that's what cracked the seal and obviously i love wing because of that fucking g G was one that like i was starting to move on to different shit but g was the one that held me the fiercest in the toy department because well the nature of this fucking series where we have all these different gundams that represent different nations and different colony uh different nation colonies and shit like that and so you had all these wild varieties and just fucking wild looking gundams like zulu gundam and shit like that and uh tequila gundam (laughs) you know you had all that shit and and this was uh, no, 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 no. I was, I was just going to say, so I know that you were saying like notable pilots and stuff like that. Um, you know, I've been on my fucking like it's, uh, nostalgia for shit. I can't be nostalgic for because it's cause all happened before my time. Mm-hmm. I've recently watched all of the original Gundam series. That's cool. That is the best Gundam series. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck if storytelling, animation, everything's gotten better. Like the OG is so fucking good, and Amaro is a hero. I, I understand it. I understand yeah. it. And I've uh, like I've never fully watched the original series, um, but like I, I, I trust it. I respect it. I'm sure it is. Like I'm sure it is probably like fundamentally it is the fucking best. Um, I just think, uh, but why I picked G is because I think it is most in line with our fucking podcast. And also, mm-hmm. it is like 
this was a disgrace to Gundam, like it, when this initially came out. Like, really? Yeah, this was an absolute disgrace to go. Like, there was blood in the goddamn streets when this series came out because it went against so many traditions of of Gundam, how established, you know, because this is an this is an alternate universe uh, story. You know, this isn't the after colony or whatever the core fucking universe is called. It is, and you know, it's fucking buck wild where we got essentially like like superhero Gundams and shit like that doing wild shit. You know, got God Gundam and Devil Gundam and fucking Shining Finger, all this shit happening. You know, we have the the um, like the Pacific Rim type controls and shit with the Neuralink and all that. Like we. This was such a departure from what the Gundam traditionalists saw Gundam as that this series was like you when it first announced it was pretty reviled in Japan and it was a lot of people say like almost killed Gundam but here in America this one popped off yeah in America we were like yeah okay <laughs> just like yeah this, <laughs> this is the only Gundam piloting system that has ever made sense to me. Yeah, this, like, yeah, because anytime you have uh, if something that has more than two limbs to control, like, it's it gets fucking complicated, and it makes absolute sense to have, like, just a bodysuit that tracks your motions and shit. But, yeah, yeah, this one... The, the only other mobile suit thing that ever made sense to me was Big O's Haymaker Punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he just oh, big oh, big that o, lever. Yeah, big O, yeah. Big O, man, I love Big Maybe one day we'll talk about Vega, but um, but yeah, this series like while such a departure and and so fucking like you know like, scoffed at in Japan in America, this is just we 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 weren't set in Gundam traditions. The the only series we had was the one that came after this, which was not as superhero y Dragon Ball E. It was still it still fit the formula that was more digestible to Americans. You know, we like our Power Rangers, we like our Ninja Turtles, we like our shit with our flashy, uh, personality-driven characters. You know, and and mm-hmm. like and the kind of the backdrop of the story and the, the moral conflicts and all that are a little are, are secondary. You know, and this was this was perfect for us, absolutely perfect. <laughs> like, and like I said, even though I didn't finish the series, it was still the one that, like, I, the toys, I just couldn't get enough of them. I won all the fucking toys. I had so many of them. Um, uh, fortunately, I've mentioned it before, but there was a point where our house was robbed and all my fucking, my uh, G-Fighter fucking uh, figures were fucking gone. But, yeah, this was this was the series that um, I feel like is most in line with the podcast and most, would, would, it would we would have the funnest talking like we, cause like all the other series, where the uh, all the other series could work, but this one is I don't know. Like I don't know what I'm even trying to say with that, where it fits us more. But like this, this one just seemed like a just a yeah, just a oh, good, this, good time this for one's us. A, this one's a slam dunk. Um, so. As far as my watching of this series goes, it is from when I caught it on Toonami. I have never watched the series in its entirety. Watching today's episode, 
which is episode one, Gundam Fight Begins, the Gundam that fell to Earth, originally airing April 22nd, 1994. Uh, This is my first time watching the first episode. I remember watching uh, this episode before, but... You know, I can't say with any certainty if I watched them anywhere close in order or whatever. Uh, it's just the Toonami days, you know. I watched what came on, you know, and if it, if it was the episode that was that came after, if it was the episode that came before the one I watched last, you know, like it, neither here nor there. I'm here to see, uh, I'm here to see these fucking robots. <laughs> and that was it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to like to. Yeah, so like the this the story is essentially it's like twisted metal meets Street Fighter, where the Earth is just a pile of shit, and it, yeah. because it's just used perpetually as the battlefield for the Gundams, um, the Gundams that are sent down by the colonies of all the different nations that left Earth because it was becoming a piece of shit because we fucking you know drove it into the ground. And, and, and they come together to fight to decide <laughs> the fucking, con- like, the, well, they say, like, the, con- the, the the controller of the universe, which is wild. I don't know how far it, the breach goes, but. I It's the, con- whoever controls, like, the airspace yeah. around all the colonies. Yeah, then whoever wins the next Gundam fight gets to set the, the you know, the, the next 13 years or whatever. I, I'm not even sure what the, the time the of uh, the time frame of universe presidency is <laughs> but like i don't know what the terms are but like whoever wins you know sets the next laws and 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 like you know mandates we live by for the next so and so years and it's and it's pretty fucking wild to think about because it's it's pretty while the, there's a lot of you know these colorful gundams and shit like that it, it this is a very Leak story when when you pull it all back and in the first episode it, it definitely it definitely um um sets aside time for that to illustrate it's like hey don't forget you know earth has been fucking demolished by humans and now it's just used as a fucking <laughs> like a parking garage to have our stab fights in yeah it, it, it's 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 pretty wild man like but yeah like the first episode introduced you know right away into this unique universe yeah it's it's the basic thing we meet our hero we find out that he has a trouble past he's obviously looking for his father because the person in the picture looks just fucking like him yeah and he's got he's got the hair he's got the pro tag hair yeah he's got a red cape he's got a headband on yeah he looks fucking cool right yeah Obviously, he's the Japanese fighter. He looks so Japanese. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh this is an old time. He's got he's got his uh he got he's got his bad bitch mechanic with her with him who's got a fucking compact port compact bubble shield. Yeah, that's that's cool as shit. Yeah. Um, it's his sister, right? Um, no. Because his names, they call each other brother and sister because they probably act like it. But uh, his name is Doman Kashu. Yeah. And her name is Rain Mikamura. Yeah. 
So he's no. They he probably she probably feels he's like a brother. They were probably raised together. I thought there was I thought there was a line or something that said like where someone she was calling him brother or something. Or, Listen, or wait, you know what? You know what? I think it was just when he's bailing him out, saying like your sister's here. Maybe that's all it was. Yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, there's a. Did you watch it in English or Japanese? Oh, I watched it in Japanese. Okay, so did I. Um, I mean, all the gangsters that are doing. Like they're like fucking up the town on the Italian mobile fighters orders. They're calling each other Aniki, which is brother. Mm -hmm. But it's like brothers in like gangster. Yeah. Yeah. Brother, brother, brother. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I got you. I got you. Brother me softly. Yeah. 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 Aniki me softly. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so we meet another mobile fighter who is uh, Michelo Chariot, the the Italian Gundam fighter. And he's like, no, 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 let's kill him before he gets in there. Yeah, Gundam and, fight hasn't even legally began. You can't, the, the Gundam fight ain't happening yet. This is still the period where all the fucking roaches, humans, uh, must, scurry. <laughs> must scurry into the underground because... You know, in a in a short period of time, uh, the world is gonna just be filled with fucking just robots punching the shit out of each other. So mm-hmm. you know, get the fuck out of here. And God, yeah. man, this town is fucked. Like it is just a. It, it they is. said it was a tourist town. <laughs> I mean, but there are little fucking jewel thief children everywhere. Yeah, this is the equivalent. Yeah, this, like, this town, the whole vibe of this town is, like, ripping the copper out of the walls. Like, that's mm-hmm. the whole vibe of everything. Everything's bad. We got a very um, disgruntled, uh, well, I guess he's, like, the sheriff or whatever, but he's, like, the head of, you know, chief police. He's chief of the police, and he fucking despises Gundam, and honestly, he's justified because... Yeah, they, they they come down and they, they shit on everything and destroy everything and you know and then Earth Earth citizens are not fucking cared for. If you're like that on Earth, it's like why you you poor or something? It's like yeah, oh, well then why are you talking to me? Poor, you know, like that's it. That's essentially it's just all the poor people are down on Earth. Anyone who's out of that, anyone out of that tax bracket is up on a colony. And honestly, honestly. Not too far off from what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to have the fucking the Bezos colony and fucking... This series is going to age and... so fucking well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait to be living down here in the fucking rubble of downtown. You know, just... <laughs> yep, they're getting tired. Gundam fights happening. You know, like... <laughs> eh, I just let it fucking step on me. <laughs> like like if if we're gonna live in the purge and once a year these fucking big ass robots are gonna come down and decide the fate of space (laughs) it's not even for you (laughs) it's like man if we win there things are gonna change no (laughs) like no like they're gonna fucking gimmick it so hard that they're gonna put fucking turnstiles and ropes around the planet yeah oh my god laser turnstiles and ropes yeah, like the Gundam fight has commenced. 
and all the colonies just watch and like yeah they're so like say you're you live where America is you know and the American Gundam wins nothing changes for you you're just like you get like it's so wild to think about yeah because they, they it really is all, all these these fights are completely like it only matter I mean they matter to to you the fucking the dirt person down on earth because you don't want to be stepped on but they everything this is deciding is just for the lives above you know the, the fucking gods that live in the spaceships well you're just like, yeah you know, you're fucking you're an ant you know you're a rat whatever you know here i am you know yeah <laughs> the fucking sky people are up there and they're yeah. like ah, we left you them know, behind you know it's not so bad the sunset turned blue that's a pretty color and i have myself <laughs> some grilled gecko uh, when I can catch them, you know, but my leg is atrophied from the, the Gundanium uh, exposure that happened. No, 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 no. Gundanium is Gundam wing. <laughs> oh, right, right. So whatever. Fucking unobtainium, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, you know, when you do that shining finger, a lot of radiation comes off it. You know, I got exposed, so now I don't grow hair on this side of my body, and this leg is now my little leg. So the geckos yeah. they outpace me, but sometimes I get them. If I if I if I if I if I stay very still, and I aim my cane just right, I can get myself a gecko, and then that's good eating. <laughs> and that's like that's your life, you know. That's your fucking life down here. Uh, you know, some you know, the fucking the the children the the vulture children we call them that because they they scavenge the bodies. They take out the fillings from your teeth. Uh, you know, money doesn't mean anything anymore. So they're just like, basically, your shoelaces are more valuable than the actual dollars in your wallet. And and uh, so they come around, they pick your teeth out, and they they take your shoelaces and uh, anything you have edible on you. Sometimes you eat edible, you know. But you, unless unless you're exposed to some shining finger, yeah, then <laughs> you don't want to get that in you. If you're, you know, and it's real, but it's real easy to tell who's been exposed to some shining finger, and and we we don't eat them. I I don't eat them. I, why why'd I say that? I'm not a cannibal. I eat yeah, gecko. When, when this motherfucker shining fingers the Italian and fucking crushes <laughs> the skull, yeah, and he's reciting the rules of the Gundam fight to him. It's kind of like, well. At oh, least we know they're not in the head. No, it's like complete fucking badass badassery like throughout this first episode where we just it's just establishing what this world like, why it sucks, what his drive is. Like we said, he's looking for his goddamn dad. It has to be his dad. Because unless it's a clone, which is still like your dad, you know, like you know, if that's if you're a clone of this guy, then that's technically your dad. Um and showing that he's like a hard ass, but really, you know, really he cares. You know he cared. he acted like that little girl getting caught by that Italian was wasn't his problem, but he went out of his way to save her. You know, and also he, he can just kick ass on his own too. Like yeah, every, every, he can catch fucking bullets. Yeah, he can get between his fucking fingers. Like not like you know pinching one out of the air, catching his teeth. He just like fucking like just just fucking caught four of them between his fucking fingers, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, this this series is like. It has it turned all the way up. It's fucking awesome. Um, and 
yeah, the the whole episode establishes it serves to establish characters, the drama, the drama that's going on Earth, the drama in our main protag, and then just how sweet Gundam battle is. You know, Gundam fight is. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing how terrible for the people it is. Though, <laughs> how terrible? Yeah, you know, it's it, you know, for the gecko eaters, real bad. But you know, we make do. <laughs> we we make do. I tell you what. Um, <laughs> yeah, like hit, going against uh, what 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 was the uh, Italian's name? Uh, Michelo Cheriot. Michelo, Michelo Cheriot. Yeah. Uh, like you said, like in the in the climax of the battle, where he shining fingers him and fucking says like, it's it's a moment for badassery, but it's also just a cool little you know like you know setting the table where it's like, oh, so if even you know, if a Gundam loses its head, it's disqualified. Like even if it can still function without his head, it's disqualified. And if you if you purposefully target a cockpit, you're disqualified. You know, so it's like there's some civility, at least for the people in the suits. I mean, for people down on the ground, fuck them. But like yeah, for the people, in the suits. do you like that down on the ground they fucking hate him so much that as soon as the Gundam fight's over, they arrest fucking Mikello? Oh yeah, as soon as he has no power, yeah, they're fucking. Uh, Oh, and he, like, and, like, we see the effects of, like, since, so this, like, black goo goes over you, and it forms a fucking tight bodysuit, and you have these, neur- these like, neuron fucking rods, like, sticking out of uh, specific joints, like, your wrists, your elbows, your shoulders, mm-hmm. and shit like that, so it can track your movement, and, like, and that's how you control the Gundam, you stand in, like, a fucking, a, like, a, you stand in, like, a fucking sphere inside the Gundam, with a full like 360 view of your surroundings and shit like that, and you just... it's it's just like when people first got VR set up yeah, in yeah, your house yeah. that they had a 10 by 10 room that was that's my VR room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that is you got that going on? But like we see the the, uh, the side effects of like something traumatic happens to your fucking suit while you're in it because this guy get his color drained from him. Like he, yeah. He, looks frail and his fucking hair lost its color like it's now white and shit like that because he just experienced shining finger (laughs) well because the suit just fucking electrocutes you when you're yeah like it's just like i i it's 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 really cool but also a nightmare because like you're just like well we didn't program the gundams to feel pain but we're going to we're going to still make you be able to feel so I don't know why it's that's what's the point of fighting if there's no risk I and honestly like maybe it also hones like it makes for a better fighter too because it's like a boxer that's never been hit you know it's not they say like a boxer that's never been hit isn't as good as a defensive fighter as someone that has been hit you know they could be like they could have dodged hits and they're fast and shit like that, but it doesn't mean they're great defensively. It just means they've never been hit. While a person that's been hit, they have that, you know, they, they know they don't want to be hit. And because of that, they, they're much better at being defensive. Because So, like, if you're attached to your goddamn Gundam, you know, and you get fucked, you know, like your Gundam gets hit somewhere, if you don't fucking feel that, there's no incentive to not have that happen again, you know, because... Mm-hmm. This is your body. You know, this is your body. You know, I mean, it's not 
not literally your body, but like you're gonna have to treat it like your body because you know that's that's how you improve. That's how you that's how you do this shit. That's how you gun them fight. That is how you gun them fight for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I like it's 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 horrific, but it's exactly what it needs to be. I guess that's what I'm saying. like. Do you think that G Gundam's piloting system is the basis for um, the Jaeger systems? Yeah, this is, what, is it like yeah, definitely one hundred percent. Like this is a. Do you no, think Guillermo, Guillermo watched? Yeah. He watched uh, G Gundam and he went, "I could do that." Yeah, our neighbor Del Toro definitely fucking. I mean, he, he's a big fucking nerd. So he saw that and was like, well, that's just the, that's the best way to fucking pilot a mecha. It's like, oh, you know, that's, that's absolutely how, how it should be done, you know? And so he, like, for sure, you know, like, like I, I have no doubt that he saw a gene and was like, that, that's cool. That's cool. And he just built upon that where, you know, these things are so powerful. It needs more than one person, you know, and they need to have a shared mind. Otherwise, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll fucking just, you know, explode and shit. <laughs> like, um, it, I think, I mean, I think the series did a lot. Like, at least, maybe in Japan, you know, it was, it was like so controversial because it was such a deviation from Gundam, what Gundam was established up to that point. But if it wasn't for fucking, like, G-Fighter, all the Gundam that, that comes after and, like, the wild variations and the stories that are told, they all owe fucking G-Fighter for it because... Hey, we're going through it again right now with this current, like, Gundam Witch Oh, Witch series. from Mercury? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, they... Like, so we're going through it again. If you're a hard... I don't see... Like... Eighth team, like you say, eighth team is my favorite, and that is very much still adhering to, to the core uh, fundamentals of Gundam. So obviously, I do have love for that traditionalist uh, shit, but they're giant fucking mechs too. You know, like let's also get a little fucking wacky with it. You know, let's get fucking weird with it. And I and I, you know, I appreciate I sus- both sides. I can suspend some disbelief. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like I appreciate both sides. Yes, like I would. You know, I would like to know about the horrors of the not so distant future, where you know, uh, where where war is an all time high and the profiteering and like and and you know and um, individuality and uh, you know the citizens of of our uh, the places we live are are more and more seen as just a resource, you know, like I, I appreciate all that shit and I love all that shit, but sometimes I just want to see, you know, a Gundam wearing a sombrero, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I want, you know, a dog, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's all. And you know. <laughs> so like, yeah, like I uh, Gundam G fighter. I think it's, um, it's probably my second favorite in the series. Uh, maybe sometimes my favorite it depends how I feel, you know, sometimes my favorite, sometimes it's my second favorite. Uh, but like, yeah, I, Gundam G fighter. I feel like is, is if, if any of the Gundam series were go, was going to be pr- prime for the PP boys, I felt like G fighter was, was the one. So that's why uh, this is my first pick for, 
I believe you're right. I believe this is a slam dunk. I th- I think right now we're three for three on series. That would be fun to do. Um, and I'm hoping, uh, yeah, I'm hoping uh, listeners also, um, like, I'm, like I said, not I don't want to influence any votes whatsoever. But I I hope that every one of these resonates with someone. You know, I mean, like I hope every option resonates with someone. I hope it, we give everyone an option, and that's mm-hmm. you know, like. You in the Mecca, you in the Gunpla, whatever. Here we go. This is this is for you. And you can be, you can be assured that there will be Gunpla content if this is picked, because uh, inevitably both of us will buy Gundams and video <laughs> us putting them together. <laughs> okay. There's no I, doubt in my fucking mind. Yeah, I mean, I already like you know, like I got it. I, I got a real grade uh, tall geek. Just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has it been built yet or is it still? No, no, it hasn't been built yet. And I actually, uh, uh, from Big Bad Toy Store, I pre ordered the uh, the new high grade uh, 79 that came out. And, uh, that's coming out uh, this month. Uh, I've had, I have a master grade 79 somewhere around here. That's fucking awesome. See, like, I've never put together any of these fucking things, but like, I've I've been enamored with the master the, grades have the skeletons which are dope. Like some of them, I don't I don't like some of them. The the Gundam frame, the Gundam frame. Yeah. Uh, like some of them, or is it perfect grade? Is it, no, no, no. Perfect grades are like the like four hundred, five hundred dollar ones. Like the masters are under it. They're about fifty. I know. I know. Master grades are like like in a fifty to eighty dollar range. Yeah. But like, I don't know if all of them have frames. Anyway, 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 they're fucking cool. <laughs> they're, they're fucking, uh, they're 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 fucking rad. And yeah, like if we start talking about fucking uh, G Fighter on the regular, like I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna fucking drop twenty five, thirty here. I'm just getting different high grades and, and you know, yeah, uh, making. Uh, adding a third uh, opponent to the shelves uh, between fucking lightning collection and fucking uh, Warhammer. <laughs> so, um, in 2019, when Bryn and I were in Japan, we of course had to eat at the Gundam Cafe. Uh, in 2017, we ate at the one in Akihabara, and uh, we weren't going to do it in 2019, but. In Osaka, we got off the train because we were going to go hit the, like, downtown strip, Dotonbury. And as soon as we got off the train, it was at the Gundam Cafe stop. Mm-hmm. So we kind of went in and we kind of, like, looked at it and went, well, we have to. It was, it's right here. And when we went in, when we went in uh, I ordered a meal that I dropped into our chat and it is the burning fingers katsudan. Oh, is that what that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so it was a bowl of rice with a hand that had like a big deep fried beef patty with strips of pork oh, katsu God, as the yeah, hand. I, yeah, like I completely yeah, alright, alright, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that looks dope though. Yeah, it looks a lot better than it tasted, but you know. Oh. Um 
I have a, I have bad luck at a lot of these cafes where like Bryn will order something and she she ordered this like lemon pasta that she's been talking about since 2017. Oh yeah, like you with the, the melon soda. Uh, yes, yes, but her melon fanta uh, is lemon is a is a lemon pasta from the now defunct Gundam Cafe. R.I.P. Um. But every like meal anyway, so. that I had was uh, was always very like. Now I'm gonna say mid in the terms that it actually means, not the current slang. Like it was just middle of the road. It was good food. Yeah, not the insult way. But like, yeah, like now when people say it's mid, yeah. they mean it fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah, but you mean actually adequate, just kind of like right. Yeah, it looks cool. When they were going out of business, they offered this meal right above it. These two meals right above it. The pizza that uh, Domon ate and yeah. uh, and Amaro's bread and water from when he was in was the, the desert. How much was the bread and water? Five bucks. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> like they charge him. Yeah, man. Give me some bread and water. That's kind of yeah. cool. That's got to go just going in there and fucking ordering some bread and water. <laughs> the... The Amaro replica. Yeah, I mean, meal. That, that is, I mean, you eating way better than us, us down here on on a mud ball. Where, yeah. So we haven't seen bread in years. The fucking, so the, the Gundam the Cafe, the wheat is fucking strain. dope. The wheat strain's been killed off by all the Gundam fighting. So uh, when you go into the Gundam Cafe, they're of course playing Gundam, and it looks like you're on in the middle of a. Yeah. Of a base. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. But uh the the king of the Gundam Cafe is the toilet. Because when you go in there, there's a button next to the toilet, which you would think activates the flush, but no, it shuts off all of the lights and it turns your toilet into a Gundam cockpit. Oh my god, that's cool. Yeah. Like you see everything light up, you see the eyes go, all of that. <laughs> And you're just sitting and shitting. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's R.I.P. Cool. to the Gundam Cafe again. Oh, yeah. They, oh, that's sad. I'll never be able to experience a, uh, taking a Duke in the RX-78. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, as with every tourist attraction, there is a gift shop on your way out. And because it rains so often in Japan, every place sells umbrellas. In here, the umbrellas were the laser swords. Oh, that's cool. The so beam when sabers? they're yeah, when they're folded up, they look like a beam saber, and then you open it up, and it's a pink, clear pink oh, umbrella. Oh, that's cool as fuck, man. Yeah, can't get that either. Uh, the Gundam cafes are gone. Fuck, man. So like, I want a beam saber umbrella. Well, maybe we can find one on Mercari. Yeah, right. Probably just have like a fucking artist make one, honestly. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's like, I'm sure there's artists right now that are that make them on Etsy or whatever. Yeah, I mean the Beam Saber chopsticks are like forty five dollars on eBay. Yeah. I don't know how to use chopsticks anyway, so it's fine. If you went to Japan, you'd have to learn. Yeah, because they don't guide you. In you you just. Well, when when I go to. When I go to Japan, I'll learn. Yeah. 
but, but as of right now, no need. Yeah. Eat so, those with um, my fingies. So yeah, that's uh, that's G Gundam. Good, good show. Yeah, it is a cool fucking show. I know we're like more just like, um, kind of doing the tistic info dump thing instead of like doing the play by play. But you know, that's PP. We we. I mean, PP. We we. I mean, it doesn't need a play by play because yeah. it's hero comes to earth. Yeah. Kind of states a vague description of his mission. You meet the players. You see how badass he is. He doesn't have to overcome anything because he's going to spend the next 48 episodes overcoming. Yeah, yeah. Fighting people that are better than him, getting stronger, you're, you're gonna taking a big a, L. Yeah, you're going to see a cool Gundam every week. That's like that's that's what it's promising you. you know? Yeah. So that's all as, a, as a first episode, it's definitely like I'm the fish and the hook's in my mouth. All you got to do is reel me in. Yeah, yeah. So it, it doesn't need a play-by-play as much as like some sure. of the live action sure. stuff. I, I got you, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... We actually could have done the first two episodes for this, because they actually aired the same day. Mm. I was but. wondering about that. I was wondering, like... But, like, that's, you know, it's fine. We'll, we'll keep it... Keep it all, um... I don't know what I'm saying. Compartmentalized or whatever. Just, like, one, you know, we're doing... One up, we're doing the first episode of these series, and uh, you know, is that all we give you? That's up to you. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you so much for coming by today. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Play Through Rainer.bandcamp.com, BreakCheck.bandcamp.com. Uh, join our Patreon, patreoncom powerplaythrough For a dollar, you get the regular episodes a week early. For five dollars, you get us. And you're sitting in your laps, essentially, audio style, of course. But, yeah, you can really, really be a part of this. Do you want your name set at the beginning of the episode? You can do $10 and we'll record a new intro with our mm-hmm. current $10 patrons. So, thank you so much. Uh, get your votes in. Votes open up next Wednesday, and they run for an entire month. So, get there vote and then set, or vote or die of course yeah, vote or die yeah diddy's going to be at your house with a gun <laughs> and uh we'll see you on Wednesday with more car ranger but we'll also see you on Friday with our final pilot for the season <clears throat> yes sir freddy's second excited. pick i'm excited Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to bust this one out, but uh, but, uh, circumstances circumstances changed. Yes. All right. And when circumstances change, that's car magic.